is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hello, everybody. We're back with another episode of DCOM Descendants. I'm Bran. I'm here with Aaron. Yes. And Dan. Hi. And we're back with a little Xenon today, everybody. Xenon. Xenon. A beloved, beloved classic in the Disney Channel original movie uh, universe. Of course. Excited to dive into this I feel one. Like they're all bangers out of the gate. That's what that I keep hearing anyway. They well, are bangers. They are bangers <laughs> right out of the gate. Uh, speaking of bangers, guys, I got to talk about uh, some of these reviews that we've been getting. Uh, there are some bangers. Of there reviews. are some bangers. There are also some, one person with some const- uh, constructive criticism. Constructive criticism. And I yes. do appreciate that. Um, L. Byrne said, I adored DCOM movies growing up. And it's so fun to listen to Brand, Aaron, and Dan talk about them. Oh. Shout out to the channel lineups. Ours was channel 56. The people love 56. it. 56. The people love it. The people, people love, love it. it. Um, looking forward to hearing Dan fall in love with DCOMs. Love the pod from Nashville where Disney Channel was on 25. Thank you to Cathers for that oh, one. Um, you know, it is close. It's close, but it's no cigar. I think what we're trying to get across here is that the people are enjoying the podcast. And if you are listening and you haven't left a review on the Apple Podcast, we'd like that. We would Please like it a lot. It. We'd Rate like review, it a lot. Subscribe, all that fun stuff. Absolutely, Dan. Absolutely. That's right. Um, Aaron. Yeah. This is an exciting day because we get to go to outer space. We get to... Uh, you know, Zetus Lapidus and all that good stuff. Um, but I don't want to do any of that without a little uh, a little snack on my side. So let's head right into snack the delicious. Yeah, a little snack on my side. Yeah. Heading into the delicious bar, the could decom it, bar. Could it possibly be better than the Oreo we had last week? I don't think so. No, but think I'm so. willing to try. Well, there's no treat in-house. Great. Because Okay. <laughs> Zetus Lapidus. I don't think you're using it right. I I know. I think he did. Major. Um, Major. Let down Major. Lunarius. Sometimes, listen, as we've established, this was a rough morning. (laughs) Doing the best I can. But in theory, for us, yes, I I do have drink later. Yes. Yes. Great. Yep. So this afternoon, when it's appropriate, that's right. We would never have. I went over to a wonderful little website called the. Flavorblender.com. Flavorblender. Cool. And we have two drink options for you depending on um, whether you like alcohol in your beverages or you don't. <laughs> we have a color changing lemonade. Ooh. Which is just a lemonade. <laughs> um, Doesn't it change colors? Yeah, but I mean, there's nothing like in What do you it. mean it changes colors? Aaron? So it's not just lemonade. Oh, I see. It's multiple. I see. There will be pictures. It's ombre. Ombre? It's ombre. Major. It's ombre major. Ombre major. It's ombre major. You say so. So basically, it's like a gradient lemonade. It changes color. Gradient. gradient. It's a gradient ombre. That's right. It's all gradient ombre live. Amazing. And then if you would like to have a little bit more fun with your decom, we have a color changing cocktail. So same thing. It changes colors as the alcohol mixes. And then you can enjoy a delicious beverage. And what you is drink one wh- of those every time Xenon says Zetus Lapidus. Yes. What's and in the cocktail? We'll be dead. And how do you make it change colors? 
Can you give me any any more information? Nope. No. It'll be on the show notes, though, and that's it what's is, important. I mean, it's one of those things where you are going to have to follow the directions that I, I post because it how yeah. the order in which you add the different liquids is going to either... It's a fun, fun yeah. space, space-themed cocktail. I mean, the colors remind me of space, and that is why yeah. we chose it. Yeah, of course. That's why we chose. We collectively, we, we had a lot of options. We talked about it for a while. Yeah, well, you didn't see off air was I made a bunch of beverages. Uh, there's we so many beverages sam- over there. Look at all of them. Oh, we, my goodness. Yeah, that's why we can't have a not another sip. Oh, no, um, and this is why uh-uh. the that's panel insane. chose the panel of us. I, I, I listen. I, this is this is all I'm going to say. You outdid yourself this week. Uh, you can follow <laughs> us on the socials for more of that information. Yeah. Correct, which is at uh, Decom Descendants. Yes. Yeah. And if you're um, looking for some snacks, I recommend you take a page out of Xenon's book and just go to your favorite restaurant and order all the appetizers. All the appetizers. Exactly. Exactly. Let's do this. Let's that. do this. We're gonna, she had a table full of apps, and it looked yeah. great. We're going to break this movie down on the other side of the break here on Decom Descendants. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Decom oh. heads, descendants. Decom heads. I don't know. I don't know. Trying hey, something you know, new. We're just starting to get because we record these a little bit ahead of time. Some of the some of the response from the Brink episode, and there was definitely yes. some people that were very angry with me yes. uh, about about the Why? Brink. Why? Why would they be angry with you? Um, I don't know. I, I think they thought we were watching something we weren't. <laughs> and I, I do want to say this. Um, I still think Halloween Town is a better movie, and I don't think the movie's good. I'm I'm wrestling with moving it ahead of under wraps though. I'm wrestling with moving it ahead of under wraps because even though I like the hijinks of under wraps, I do think the quality of the film as a whole probably better in Brink. So when we get to, we're not there yet. We're not at making the list yet, but I want to let you know. So just to be clear, we do have the ability to move our list around. It's not locked. This isn't. No, every week you get to make a new top 10, but then once we finish, we have to have a definitive. Right. So you can move it around until you can't. But I, right? I so you, and it's, ne- the, uh, I mean, I understand what you meant, but that you, yeah. can, you can until you can't. It's flexible can't. until it's locked. Yeah, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exactly right. Move so, until you can't. Uh, it's, it's, listen, it's flexible until it's not. Um, <laughs> let's see where Xenon ends this up. Xenon, <laughs> it's a great outfit for those of you that are watching on uh, the YouTubes. <laughs> I expected it to. From ice cube, from I, figure yeah. skater. Uh, I thought it was going to be a thing, and fun. it wasn't. And now it's just weird that I just touched your arm. <laughs> so Wow. HR much? She's over there rubbing her arm, expecting something to happen. <laughs> Nothing happened. Didn't ask any permission or anything. And I just you, I I can't get in trouble for this. <laughs> you can, you can. If you wear one of those things, it's going to change. Does look like it. Should. Yes, but you know what? If Aaron were to wear one of those, should you go up and do that to her arm? No. <laughs> Aaron, <laughs> the answer is a hard no. You're with me on this one, right, Aaron? <laughs> I mean, I fully understood what you thought was going to happen when yes. it happened, and I'm really sad that my but jacket you were didn't not do with that. Him. I mean, I guess like in this situation, it wasn't that weird. But if you were to walk up to me on the street, no, no, you don't do that to a stranger. Yeah, yeah. you don't do that to a stranger. All I'm saying is around friends, <laughs> BFs, around BFs. Major. If you're going to wear one of those things, yeah. But, yeah, it shouldn't come as a surprise. We're here. When someone touches what and rubs your arm like a genie lamp. She's asking for it, is what you're saying. No, <laughs> not what I'm saying. When I'm she, saying around when friends. She wears, no, 
One of those nope, sequence things. Don't. Jane, no. What you're not what I'm is, saying. Is she is asking for you to touch her arm. <laughs> yes. It's time to uh, calm chat it up. So we break down the movie. <laughs> Shouldn't have worn such a slutty jacket. Oh, I saw what I said. <laughs> It's not what I said. I thought this was a safe place. Uh, January 23rd, 1999. So honestly, we're oh, kind of lining eight. up a yeah. little bit there. I had just yeah. celebrated my seventh birthday. Wow. Happy birthday, buddy. Thank you. Um, it is the year 2049. Um, and you might be wondering to yourself, self, <laughs> in my wildest of dreams, what does the future look like? VW. Beatles. Luckily, luckily, we have Xenon. Xenon and her family are living in space on a ship. Um, She is her space station. Her brother Boron. Her sister Neon. She is. uh, She is her very own alarm clock. She has a video version of herself that is, in theory, supposed to wake her up. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, I I, we got it. We not a bad idea. Yeah. Not a bad idea. Yeah, uh, she uh, she does live on that space station and she's late for breakfast. She's getting in the hijinks immediately. She starts like climbing through the ceiling. She starts riding carts around like they're scooters for Team X Blats. There is a lot of fun up in space. And I got to be honest, when I was watching this as a kid, I look at this and I go, yeah. Yep, outer space. Outer, like this is as clear, clear, clear as crystal. Also, in 1999, the idea that you had the video alarm clock that you can FaceTime people or Mm -hmm. text people or videograph, as they say in the movie, all of that is like far enough removed for you to be like, whoa, the wave of the future. I mean, yeah, the fact that you could record a little message to yourself the night before. CDs are this big? The drives are this big? Come on. The future. Wow. Can you imagine that? Um, 50 years will be there. And um, she finds out in the middle of class that Microbe is coming to space. Do you mean the number one pop star band in the world? I do mean that. And this is big because no, this is major. Because no. It is major. This is news major. Is this before Protozoa broke up with the band? Is this before then? Yes, it's before that. Wow. Because here's the thing. No group, no band has come to space ever to play a set. First space rock concert, y'all. That's exactly right. First space rock concert. And so for them to come, it's huge. But to make this even more Bigger major. Stellar major. Stellar major. Lunarium. Um, Lunarius. We find out that. <laughs> I appreciate your effort. Lunarium. Uh, what is it? Pro, uh, I went pro, to the lunarium. Pro, protozoa? Protozoa. Pro, protozoa. That's right. Is uh, going uh, to have a contest winner yeah. mm-hmm. come on stage and dance. Now, yeah. could the whole movie be about this? No. Yes. Has a decom been about less? Yeah, it has. Skating. But they decide. They decide they're going to throw in a, like a death plot here. But go ahead, Bram. Um, so, yeah, there so is. I'm controlling your emotions, too. Thank you. Thank you so much. People aren't people are not giving me enough credit these days for that. <laughs> um, so there is a bit of a concern about the space station. <laughs> um, uh, there's talk of, hey, have they, uh, are we done with it? It needs some repairs. It needs some repairs. So It's been eight years and yeah. So yeah. the head honcho, whose name is? Wyndham. Wyndham. 
Wyndham, Captain uh, Wyndham. Uh, John Wyndham. Oopa Wyndham. John J. Wyndham. Wyndham style. CEO Wyndham. Oopa Wyndham style. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Xenon, Xenon. Um, I didn't like it uh-uh. after I did it. Uh, so he so he comes up there with his henchman, uh, whose name is Craig Lutz, Lutz. and um, it was very close. Immediately, well, see, Xenon helps you out throughout the movie because she gives everyone catching nicknames. Yeah. So Lutz the Klutz. It's good. It's good. It's good for us. Immediately suspicious. Both mm-hmm. of them are immediately suspicious. And Xenon well, notices. Well, suspicious of grown men who wink at yes. girls. He does wink. Yeah. Uh, and then she sees Lutz kind of poking around in the middle of the night and just like up to no good. So she she is aware that something is going on. What she's also aware of is the fact that a solar flare is about to yeah. hit. And the thing about Xenon that I think has been undersold so far is she doesn't really ask permission as much as she asks forgiveness. That's exactly she's right. She's got an independent spirit. She's a she's independent. Mm-hmm. Just letting you know. And so Xenon. when the opportunity to tether self and go outside of the ship to get a better view of the solar flare presents itself, it's too good of an opportunity for Xenon to pass up. And so she does it. And then obviously her dad catches her. And this is, this is the final straw. This is the final straw. Xenon, you, you've had you, enough. You've been getting into some hijinks. We've given you warnings. We're grounding you. You've been you. stressing your mom out. Yep. We're grounding you. And so that doesn't mean that she can't leave her room. That means that they are grounding her to the earth. That's right. <gasps> Gravity. You don't get it, Xenon. Gonna go live. We're grounding you. Gonna go live with uh, with Aunt, Aunt Becky Judy. Aunt Judy Judy Judy, and um, this is uh, immediately quite the transition for oh, her. Yeah, she's having a tough time with gravity. She's you having a tough. She's having a tough time with swimming. Yep. She's having a tough time just Beatles. becoming friends, being nice. There's a, friends, kind of a yeah. another girl who's kind of mean, but there is a cute boy cute named boy Greg. Greg. Cute boy Greg. Cute boy Greg. Yeah, and while life on the space station has traveled into 2049, life on Earth is still... Very much 1999. Yeah, fashion has not changed. No. The no. lingo has no. barely changed. It's definitely harder to remember that we're in the future when we when they're yes. on Earth. Yeah. Even yes. though like they say things like this is a, a solar powered car and stuff like that. Yeah, it's tough. I, yeah, you know, I, I, I constantly I forgot. The What's bu- the point of that? Just to showcase like how much into the future yeah, the, in the space future. station was. Oh, the budget. For I don't know. Like, nothing changed on Earth, and yeah. I feel like they should have. The budget for planet Earth. Yeah, why was the fashion different? Why was the fashion on the space station? The budget for planet Earth to look like 2049 was $0. They tacked a couple signs up and they just spent all their money elsewhere on the Microsoft Paint or wherever they spend it. Did we cover that she does get chosen? To dance with Prodigal oh yes she does yes, okay. I'm sorry. I, 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 I did she not wins. say it she yeah. does win she does win. she creates a, uh, she a model doll yes she yeah. creates a model doll of Protozoa so I don't know yeah, how I mean, you really you can't beat that Creepy yes model especially doll. when you're in the running with five other five people, other people you, who you, care you, that's right. something you can yeah, do yeah. Um, so there is a cute boy cute boy Greg they you He's know a terror. 
They, he is a starer. They hang out together. They spend a magical day horseback riding, uh, hanging out by the water. Yeah. And she begins to open up to him about her concerns uh, with Wyndham and Shady Lux. And Shady Lux and the space Lux station. And so, luckily for Greg. Luckily for Greg. Luckily for Greg. <laughs> hacking into the Wyndham system. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Oh, no problem. No sweat, he says. It's sweat I, this minor. Sweat, sweat minor. minor. That's exactly That's right. That's less than sweat. That's exactly right. And uh, so they're able to, to hack in. They're able to kind of see that things are not going well back at the space station. They're beginning to have some power outages. Things are just not going well. And uh, so she still has this earring that is clearly uh, something that Lutz... It's a disc. It's a disc. But but they made it into an it's, earring, and Raven yeah. Simone, Raven Simone who has it. been undermentioned so far, gives it to Xenon. As a goodbye present? As a goodbye present. That's, That's right. Exactly and right. so she's just wearing it as high fashion. Right. But yes. Lutz wants it yeah, back. Just yeah, of course The one does. earring, it's a, a look. It's a move. Yes. And so they do do a thing. <laughs> Bran was a big one-hoop earring guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, this is a, you are who you are, and I was Big what nasty. I was. Nasty. Big nasty. That's exactly right. One hoop earring. That's exactly right. And so, uh, Lutz, the tips. Yeah, of Lutz does come over, and they are make their photos. Oh man, guys, I come on! Give anything. I, I I'm trying to. I'm just trying to keep the past in the past. How much money to shave your beard, shave your head very close, frost the tips, one earring, hoop? I've actually thought about doing frosted tips, and that's not a joke. But you gotta, it's gotta be, you gotta cut it down a little. I don't bit. think so. Yeah. I think I'm gonna do it right now with what it is on air. No, but just bring up, come on in, <laughs> Janice. Denise, Janice, Janice, Janice. No, <laughs> you've been called Janice. He's been calling you Janice. Though. <laughs> she, Janice. Goes, she, goes Janice, Janice. she goes by it Janice. She goes by Janice. No, Janice is not. Uh, he shows up. Janice just told me to tell you to stop touching Aaron's arm. <laughs> Is Janice related to Juan? <laughs> All right, guys. Come on. You're better than that. Oh, the listeners man. of the Decom Descendants don't even get that joke, Aaron. Oh, man. That's fine. Short version is brains are racist. <laughs> the long version that is I'm is... a racist. <laughs> um, <laughs> that joke is just for Dan and I. Oh, man. Worth it. Worth it. I'm not. I'm not. Sorry, guys. Dan and I'm me. Right. I'm doing right. a lot of work, you know? Right. Um, and so... I apologize uh, for my grammar. So... Zetus Lapidus. it, guys! Lutz comes and says, hey, I want the earring. Let's make a deal. She says, well, I need to get At back. At what point do we get muted? I need, soon. <laughs> I need to get back to the we, space station. We can take the board. I've got we a dance. I've got a dance on the stage. So... You can dance if you want to. You can have this back if you put me on a ship, basically. That's right. It's a uh, they exactly make him write it down. So Greg, Greg says, wait one second. Write it write down, it down. Lutz. Greg um, says, try to fool me once. Right. This is not my first I know first you think I've been mail. staring this whole movie, but uh, I've been thinking too. Yes, exactly right. These aren't just empty stares. <laughs> yeah, he's been blackmailed before, so he's like, gotta right. write it down. Processing through. Like, yeah, what type of uh, stuff has Greg gone through? <laughs> At 13 years old, he's like, you better get that right. <laughs> get that right. Say, if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. Try to sell me the same horse. Somebody that's exactly that. right. Somebody tells you that, that you're allowed to stare at them. You get it in writing. <laughs> Greg sounds like a guy they who change their mind. Greg sounds like a guy who may know Treat Williams because uh, he's <laughs> exactly right with the horse. He doesn't back up um, Treat Williams. Yes. Um, so um, Lutz is like dope. Got the disc. The disc is needed. <laughs> 
<laughs> Are you asking? Yes. <laughs> it's putting the virus into the space station. Yeah. Yes. Hacker friend switched the virus to be basically an antivirus there. So yeah. an antidote. Yeah. And he has Penicillin. These kids are so They're just Amazing. geniuses. Yes. And if she can insert that disc back into the computer system on the space station, it will be Save fixed. The day. But she also gives Lutz the wrong disc. She does the yeah, old yeah, yeah. switcheroo. Yes. She's like, look, I have holographic nail polish, and I made my own discs. Got them. Bingo Got bongo. And so uh, she now has to get on a ship and head back up to space. So on the day that uh, Microbe is about to head off to the space station, she finds uh, Pyrotechnics. What's his name? Protozone. Protozone. And it's like, hey, bro. I just do love that I feel like going to space is just not... Like, they make it a big deal, but it's it's also not a big deal. deal Because they ran... In the same day, they had two shuttles go yeah. to space. Like, if you were doing a supply run, if you were doing a supply run, would you not just try to coincide that with Protozoa? Yeah, I, I, I feel just, like also just the idea has that NASA improved this, that much that it's not that big a deal to just boop, boop. this lead singer of this like Protozoa? internationally, otherworldly, universally famous band sees a thirteen-year-old fan of his who's crazy and is like, yeah, "You can just ride with us. It's yeah. all good, bro." Come no on. problem. No Let's problem. Um, we'll catch the afternoon shuttle to space. <laughs> right. Yeah. We so, missed the morning one. We'll just catch the afternoon one. Wyndham and Lutz are trying to find her, um, yes. and they find out that she is on the ship. Also Judy trying to find to her is Aunt Judy, and uh, so they all get on the ship last yes. second. That's right. They fly off. They're having a good time on the ship playing cards and whatnot, and they get to the space station, and it is all hands on deck. We have to stop this ship from exploding, but listen. We have 15 minutes until explosion. This is an uphill battle. This is an uphill battle, because we're talking about Wyndham here, and people people still trust Wyndham, Mm -hmm. namely the guy kind of in charge of the ship. He's like, yeah, they trust him over the 13-year-old girl who causes hijinks. And I can't can't imagine. That's weird. It's super weird. Because if I learned anything in my childhood about kids who cause hijinks is they're always they, right. They know. Well, they're especially listen, especially when the adult is winking at the kid with hijinks. Yeah. Like that's that should be your first. <laughs> should have been like, hey, I understand your hesitancy, but he winked at me, and that. Well, see, should... the thing is, the thing is, nobody saw him wink at her except her. Mm-hmm. Right, so, but that's what again, I'm saying. You bring, you should bring that up. Oof. But then again, who are you trusting, the 13 year old with hijinks or the grown adult? Yeah. I don't. I, I hate that, but I think you're right. Xenon's right. got to get some people to believe her. Yeah, yeah you got to believe. She women gets a few people, obviously. Raven, um, so Raven, her f- parents, I think. Yeah. Her redheaded friend. Yes. And so the time is running out. Time is running out. They get the disc and the thing, but you need the secret passcode. We all know it. We all love it. And uh, go ahead, Dan. This is where the movie, and I, shockingly, it took this long, kind of falls apart when Lutz looks at Wyndham and goes, "You forgot one thing." we didn't realize we'd be on board the ship. So they look at each other and realize yeah. if they go through with their dastardly plan to kill a superstar, it will kill them as well. And they don't realize that till like three minutes left in the movie. It's super weird that they even get like when they're trying to get that disc back from Xenon, as soon as she gets on the shuttle, like they don't Just know, let her go. They don't know yeah. that she has like no the antidote to the virus. It like, is, it is a just let her go die. I think even a seven or eight year old would be like, no, didn't question it at all. Mm. You think I would have at eight though? You're you're not a a human child. (laughs) Um, luckily she figures it out 
and she stays today. They do the song. I did forget to mention that Xenon and Greg do kiss. They do. Kind of. Uh, very kind very of a she little, kisses him. Yes. There's a, well, there's a zap kiss and then an almost kiss and, and then, then she a, does a little kiss him. on, yeah, on right. the way out of town. And then Can't wait to see Greg and Xenon too. This is big stuff here. You're just skating over. No, we haven't gone there yet. with probiotic to the to Raven Simone. I know. Who gets to go on stage and dance instead. I, I was getting there. Okay. Okay. Good. Yes. Uh, uh, the Microbe does perform Supernova Girl. Boom. Uh, zoom, zoom, zoom. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Make my heart Make go boom, 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 boom. Yeah, of course. Uh, Supernova Girl. Does, does get my uh, prototype to uh, shout out Greg, and Greg is watching on video. It's just like... Eh, it's okay. I'm just gonna keep. <laughs> and then uh, Raven, you can go on stage and dance. That's yeah. right. And uh, everybody's uh, everybody loves Xenon. Everybody loves Xenon. Uh, that's exactly Please right. Frame on Xenon's face. Pan out to the animated ship. Done and done. Done and done. Let's take uh, one more quick break, and then we'll come back with overtime. We're making the list mm. here on Decom Descendants. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah. Uh, we're back on Decom Descendants. We're talking about Xenon, and it is time for Overtime, where we talk about how this movie aged over time, whether or not we saw it back in the 90s, or we watched it for the first time today. Um, I think there are going to be some obvious things that don't hold Duh. up watching this, but uh, Did you I'll see s- this when it came out in 99. I have yes. I've seen it once. I don't think I watched it when it first came out, gotcha. but I probably watched it in the early two thousands. Gotcha. Upon uh, uh, replays and whatnot, but I'll start with you, Aaron. I think this movie means the most to you, or has <laughs> meant the most to you over uh, the years. And so now, watching it through the lens of this podcast, mm-hmm. um, knowing what we have seen thus far, how does this movie hold up to you? Well, there's a lot in this movie that I think still holds up and a lot upon today's viewing doesn't hold up. (laughs) Um, I did watch this movie when it first came out in 1999. I have seen it many times since. Don't tell Dan. I do own this movie pre-Disney. I won't tell him. No, no, it's, I have a digital. Okay, All I right. used to show it. Like I have, a, I have a handful of decoms in my Amazon account. From I'm when pretty I, sure we own the digital copy of this as well. Yeah, from when wow. I taught elementary school. Gotcha. On a Friday afternoon, put on a decom. Yeah. Just classic curriculum, Xenon curriculum. Of yeah, course. yeah. If um, you're not showing your kids, Greg staring at that girl. Like, what are you even doing as a teacher? Just, uh, really yeah, I mean, I don't lessons. know. If, I ever showed them Xenon. I do remember watching like Smart House, Luck of the Irish, Motocrossed. I remember watching all those with them. The classics. Yeah. Um, yeah. Movies that Dan knows well, dear to his heart. If um, you threw in a, a one there that wasn't a decom, I wouldn't have known. Frankie and the Bogos. Motocross, Frankie and the Bogos, <laughs> Luck of the Irish. You know the classics. Yeah. yeah. 80s Million Dollar Cook-Off. <laughs> that is one. I know. <laughs> 80s Million. That would have been 80s, a, 80s, 80s Million Dollar Cook-Off. cook-off. What? It's a baseball player that. Call, I'm sorry. It's a baseball. Ahead. It's it's a little league baseball player that wants to be a chef. Duh. So it's like High School Musical without the singing and dancing. Wow, is it a superior movie? So we'll school. find out. <laughs> yeah, he he he's a sports sports guy who wants to cook. Yep. Eddie's million dollar cook off. I love that mm-hmm. movie. Got it. It's not, Great. It's not a bad movie. So anyway, anyway, the point I'm trying to make is I love Xenon. Um, when I was nine watching this, I was super excited for the future to be living in space and wearing those uniforms and having really cool lingo like Zetus Lapidus and Zetus Lapidus and just putting major and minor after everything to emphasize. 
alpha more it just, or less. Yeah, yeah. I, I just thought it was going to be great. Um, as a child, I did really love Gregory Smith. Had a big crush on him what? from Everwood. First as a child. Um, didn't, I mean, when I watched this in 1999, I didn't realize that it was Gregory Smith. Watching it after Everwood, I was like, oh, hey, there's Greg. Um, Greg. But watching it today... He should stare a little less. Yeah, stare a, a lot little less. less. Like stare a little less. Major. It was uncomfortable every time she yeah. looks up, and it's not even just like he does like a. It's a no. He's just like there. he is just straight. He's just like this, staring. And the worst one is in swim class, right? No, swim, like, class. swim class is a tough one. Yeah, you shouldn't like. You're literally on one of those pedestal things about yes. to jump in the water. Do not be. Staring. She is there in her swim uniform, <sighs> and he that, is. Not even pretending to not look. Like, he is yeah. just uh, staring at her. Greg, bud. And it was just a lot of staring at a 13-year-old girl. And I know that Greg was 13 at the time. It's still a lot. And I didn't like it. And the fact that, as Bram pointed out, while watching com, adults wrote this. Adults wrote it. <laughs> and that... Watching it as an adult, that do you think in the like they were directing and be like, all right, cut, Greg, if you could just give more staring, stare just to stare like really intently, really wanted to come across for the yeah, it, it was like he did it for, he did the first take and they're like, we're not really picking up on the fact that you like her. Could you try harder? I could stare. <laughs> I could try staring. And I got a good stare. So that whole little like crush romance situation didn't sit right with me in the year twenty twenty four. But everything else, I still really enjoy this movie. Big fan of Xenon living on the space station. Yeah. Uh, this is a movie I, I definitely have seen once. Uh, it wasn't in, uh, heavily in my rotation. My wife liked it a lot more than I did uh, when she was a kid. Uh, watching it now, a few takeaways. One, Kristen Storm is amazing in this movie. I, 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 For my money, I think she's given the best performance out of all of the DCOM so far. I thought she was so good. She's um, really invested. Really in invested. Harry. Totally bought in that she is this uh, high school girl or middle whatever uh, on this ship in the future. And it all just like it just she she really went for it committed and uh it was just great i thought that the set design of the ship itself was great once you get outside the ship it gets a little wonky but also that's time you know i, I don't know if in 1999 it would have been as egregious as it is now but this is overtime and overtime those graphics did not hold up um <laughs> but i liked the movie i thought the movie was uh was charming enough i do think it took a long time for them to get to the yeah, hey we're did. kicking you off the ship um and then the whole uh, you know, vehicle to get her back up to the ship, not literally the the ship itself, but um, the the way in which it's like, hey, I have to get up there and I got this thing, and then all of that uh, as I think as we mentioned, almost spent as much time getting her to Earth right. as in like if you combine the time on the spaceship from beginning and end of this movie, the time on Earth is maybe fifty fifty, yeah, which yeah, is crazy. I mean, I guess in, like when I've watched it, I know where it's going, so it doesn't seem as long to me. But and I also just like watching it with you. Like I was like, we are yeah. still on the space yeah. station, and I'm just yeah. so used to one other thing. Uh, by and large, really enjoy this movie. I am so used to with like kids movies now and watching them with my kids, seeing a character that is. Um, like a bully or mean or whatever, having some sort of uh, redemption 
redemptive element at the end of the movie. A redemption. Like, typically there's something where at the end of the movie the kid learns a lesson or something. There's a bully in this movie that uh, is just mean, and then Greg is really mean to her, and And then that's the end of it. it. And we just get nothing. And so some of those things that, like, in 1999, we're just like, yeah, bullies have what they have coming to them. It's like... You should be bullies back to them. You just just don't see... Maybe she learns a lesson in the sequel. Okay. Interesting. Oh I'm just saying you don't. I don't really, know. I don't remember anything about <laughs> the sequel, but I do remember that Margie's in the sequel. You don't. Wow. You don't see that situation. I can tell you the plot of Z3. Could not tell you a oh. thing about Z3. Wow, interesting. The sequel just like yeah. skipped right over. Skip it. Go straight to the three. Yeah. The I don't. I remember that Margie's in it. I think Protozoa comes back for a brief bit, or he's at least mentioned, and that's I. Yeah. Uh, Dan, what do you think? Yeah, so this movie's not for me, obviously. Cetus Lapidus. I think that I, I don't disagree with on the ship for 1999, they do a lot to make you believe it's the future. And then as soon as you get outside of the bay doors of the ship, it collapses in a hurry, especially when you get to Earth and it's literally nothing has changed. Mm-hmm. And that's unfortunate. Uh, there are some things that definitely hold up about this movie. One, they've already said it. Kristen Storms, she's unbelievable. She she is the the script is so cheesy and tough. She's amazing. So much charisma. Uh, just a dynamo actor. She has done the best job of anybody so far in any of these movies. Um, and the character of Xenon is a like in 1999, to have a strong, independent female character who doesn't need people to do things for her. Some people do help her along the way, but everything they do, she can do too. And she's the leader of that. She's getting into good trouble. She has some great lines, even down to the cute boy stuff. She's never so enamored with no, the cute boy. No one's walking that, away from Xenon being like, she really needed Greg. Yes. <laughs> or even when she she's just like, yeah, you can kiss me if you want. She's never yeah. just like... Like she, she has this mission. She like her parents respect the fact that she is outside of the box. If I had a daughter, I can't believe there's a 1999 kids show. I would want them to really watch and enjoy. But this movie does that sticks that landing very, very well. And I think that was the big shock to me is it was so cheesy. The dialogue is cringeworthy sometimes, but she is great. And just the arc of her character was so refreshing. I didn't, I didn't see it coming. And so all that really positive, the filmmaking quality of this definitely suffers as we look at it a quarter century later. Um, so there's that. Yeah. Um, I uh, it's time for it's time for making the lists and um, I think it's, it's gonna be hard. Yeah, but I'll, I'll I'll start with you, Aaron. Where where is this landing on your list? We now have a top five. Yeah, so we now have a top five. Mm-hmm. This is one I do love that we can think about it some more and change it up until we can't. Um, <laughs> Those are the rules. <laughs> you get it, which is very clear. You're speaking and, completely yeah. like lucidly um, now. Yes. But I think, I mean, I we'll see. But after today, after this viewing, I think I still have Halloween Town number one, Xenon number two, Brink number three. Brink three. Wow. Under, under, wraps, under wraps four, you Lucky, Lucky Dog, Dog five. Yeah. Of course. Dan, where are you landing? I feel like we can stop mentioning that so, you Lucky Dog is number five. I do think that Halloween Town is one, and I think Xenon is next. I think those two movies are the best so far that we've watched. I think there's a clear separation between those and the rest. Uh, five is you lucky dog for sure this Forever. week i have moved brink back ahead of under wraps wow we have the same list so we have the same list now 
Next wow. this week the same list. Next week the board. <laughs> Brand not in charge ever again. Uh, why? Well, you were just trying to stifle us in our creativity and our oh. improv earlier. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, aside from that, no reason. Uh, and you're just touching touching people's jackets. Contrary uh, to some reviews that we got on a different podcast, we are funny. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I have, I have under wraps at five. I have you lucky dog at four. Be, that's a sin. That's like a, a legitimate biblical sin. Uh, Kirk Cameron begs to differ. Every, uh, every and week you know he I says stand, it. And every week I'm I like, I always forget. <laughs> guys, you know, I forget. you know I stand with Kirk Cameron and everything he stands for. You guys know that about me. It is... Well, the fact that you opened this episode with touching my yeah, arm. Yeah, sexual harassment. <laughs> I don't think he's ever been accused of that. <laughs> I don't think we, we need to defame the name. We want to clear that he's up He's certainly right now. never been there's convicted. A, there's a lot we can say about Kirk Cameron. I don't think we can accuse him of that. Uh, please don't sue us. I never accused him of anything. I just said, hence the sexual harassment is all I said. Interesting. Uh, three, I have Xenon. Uh, two Halloween Town Brinks at one. <laughs> you went Back out. to Brink at one. I, I sat with it. I sat with it. I sat with it. The hey, Listen, I talked last week <laughs> about how the... You uh, evolved as a human being and you understand <laughs> no, how things I, hold up. I, I talked I about... The fact that you, you lucky dog is not last. You, Fine. Brink is number I, one. Brink is number one. I talked about last week how I'm trying to uh, <laughs> but the best I can handle and weigh the enjoyment versus the quality and I talked about how Halloween Town, the quality is better, but the enjoyment isn't low enough to bring. But I, I thought it through and I, li- I was lying. I was trying to how seem cool in front of a friend, your- Dan. A lot. I've thought about this so much. Brink's back at number one. I'm not saying there's never going to be a time where Brink moves down. I'm just saying I don't know who that guy was last week <laughs> that thought that a Halloween Town was better than Brink. That guy sucks. I, mean, I hate anymore. that guy i love that guy uh we're back next week uh for another decom descendants we're going to be going to the 13th year yes dan mm-hmm. what do you think that movie's about uh i think it's about someone turning 13 yeah yeah and what happens and they're stuck in some sort of time loop ah Ooh. no no uh we will find out though Great. we'll swim our way there uh Ooh, next week swim, until swim, swim, swim. <laughs> until then decom descendants <laughs> Decom Descendants is a Bramble Jam podcast. It's produced by Brandon Gray. For more information on Decom Descendants, you can go to decompodcast.com. For more information to watch the gang, watch the movie live, you can go to bramblejamplus.com and you can find us on the socials at Decom Descendants. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here in the old studio. Thanks for listening or don't listen. It's really up to you at this point. It's at the end of the show. I mean, you're listening to me. Hi. But here they come. I promise they're coming. Yep. Here they are. Happy day.